Listeners be advised. The Holiloquy podcast discuss matters related to the human experience and many that are sexual in nature. Due to this, some conversations may surround triggering topics such as sexual violence, self-harm, abuse, and much more. Please be advised, a list of crisis and psychological resources will be available in the show notes of this episode. With that said, let's get started with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention please as we go through the following safety instructions. In the event that there is a loss of cabin pressure, oxygen mask will drop from the overhead. Place the mask over your nose and mouth. Breathe normally as oxygen is flowing even if the mask does not Make sure you adjust your own mask before helping others. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to the Holy Liquid Podcast, where we step out and speak on sexuality. This is your favorite host, Vernon T. Scott, also known as Slater Jackson, and for you freaky motherfuckers out there, Sebastian Adams. On today's episode, we're just talking about some differences in ages. It's an age range. She know. It, I fucking hate you, Shay. <laughs> I have Shane on the line. I, I'm sorry. I have Shino. Oh, uh, I forgot his last. I'm a Rame. I'm a Rame. I got some bugs, bitch. Oh my god. Are you young Shino or old Shino from you I'm know Boruto? Old nigga. We're talking about I ain't young no more. What? Honestly, I preferred him when he was younger. Thirty soon. Younger Shino was better than older Shino. I'm sorry. He is, but fuck it. Baruto sucks anyway. It, like I, I enjoy it as filler for the background at this point. Um, I don't. I hate that because I had so much promise for the show because I was like, you know, they're just you know doing a lot of filler. Hey, to hey, get it's everything still funny built. how Sasuke almost murked his own daughter on site. Girl, that shit was funny as hell. I was like, you, you, you're not even going to. It, it took her to quote unquote mother. I don't believe that shit. So it's like, hey, this is your daughter. He's like, oh yeah, I do have a kid, right? I'm like, sir. My thing is the. Oh fact wait, 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 wait! Before we start going, we gotta stay on topic. We can we, talk we, about we, we are, we are. It's the first fifteen minutes. That'd be okay. My thing is, how is it that this man? visits you know late night and everything to see soccer every now and again because he'd be in the village at odd hours of the night and don't wait, 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 do wait. not know who, who his daughter he's is. telling her that he's in the village no she said that she's seen him she sees him but he doesn't talk to her mm, you're right you're right you're right why like why is she to a man that don't like her why is this man his everybody's favorite? Why is it that so many people connect with the fuck niggas in anime? Like first, first you have um what's this Goku and motherfuckers love Sasuke in both of them. Are well, here's the, here's the main difference. I said it before. At least Sasuke acknowledges that he's a terrible father. Mm, you're right. He does. Sasuke is like, I don't know how to be your dad. I'm like, I can respect that. Yeah, Goku ass is just like, you know what? A fighting opportunity? Bet. I'm going to throw my child first, like head first into this battle with a grown man. And then have him be to the point that he's about to die and then he surpasses his limits, you know, about to murk a motherfucker. And he's just like, oh, do I want my kid to die in this moment or do I want to like uh, all the rest of All they want to about Vegeta, he cares about his family. Bruh. Don't touch his boma. Don't touch his boma. Like, I love Vegeta. Mm-hmm. Vegeta is that motherfucker. <laughs> oh, okay. Meanwhile, you can blow Chi Chi up. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Goku oh, won't even notice. He won't. Chi Chi, I feel so bad for her, but she love her man. I don't. Hey, she wants to be a dumb bitch. That's on her. <laughs> We all make choices in life, and she chooses him every single day, and we just have to accept that. We just have. Meanwhile, to... Boma has put Vegeta in his place, despite not knowing how to fight. I'm like, hell yeah. Mm, I just love all right. Let's get on the topic there, but yeah, we will. Let's get into this age range. The best father overall, though, is still gonna be uh, Piccolo. 
Uh-huh. On nigga Piccolo. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> one of the things um that we talked about in um the intake meeting for this episode is just you know, general differences in age, how, you know, there there can be an age gap with age gap within relationships. Sometimes it may be 10 years, five years, three, four. And I saw something yesterday on um, I think it was Instagram where it was apparently 50 plus years. I think it was a 19 year old marrying a 68 year old. And I'm like, OK, if if this is something that's, you know, you're consenting to you're a consenting adult. You said 90 and 60. Um. I said uh, 19. Oh, one nine? One nine in okay. like 68. So, you know, I, if you're an adult. <laughs> and I just, at this point, as long as there was something that was not existing prior to whatever the fuck this is and it was mm-hmm. all legal and consensual, it's none of my damn business because. Yeah. It may be all legal and consensual. I'm still side at it. Hmm. I'm still going side eye. Yeah, definitely. Certain, like, really, because you know what red pill is? Mm-hmm. You're talking about, like, the Matrix-related red pill? Yeah. Yeah. And the muffler's like, if you date a woman with the baby, she's used up, yada, yada, yada. Those mm-hmm. type of red pill. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear it. I've been hearing this a lot with them, like, dating younger women because they are, in their words, less sexually used up. The hell? Yeah. Just because they can't find women their own, they'll tolerate their shit. Exactly. Oh, I forgot to mention um, this episode does feature Nate. Hey, Nate. Nate is my fiance. <laughs> he's home during one of these recordings, which is a little on the rare side, but he's here and he this, this man is vocal and sassy. So. Yeah, but he made a y'all. good point. He did make a good point. No, like that's what I was, mm-hmm. was going to lead into as well, because it's like. These men are in their late 30s, about to hit 40, but they're talking about older women as if they're not worth the time because they are too experienced. Like, I'm not saying this is all men. This is like this particular sector of a Mm -hmm. community that is just interesting, to put it nicely. Mm -hmm. And they're constantly talking about how older women are more experienced, but they mean that they've had too much, quote unquote, dick. Mm-hmm. in their life so therefore you should go for a younger woman because she won't be as ex- experienced and all that type of nonsense which I find to be very short-sighted mm-hmm. because there are some older women that were very promiscuous yes but there are also a lot that been in a lot of long-term relationships so they have like one or two partners mm-hmm. meanwhile it could be the exact same for the younger generation. Like some of them could have been very promiscuous at a young age. I remember hearing about it when I was like, what, 22, that some girls were having sex at like 13, 14 years old. And I'm like, damn, when I was that age, I was waiting for my Saturday cartoons to pop on the morning and this nighttime t- cartoons. That way, when I go to school on Monday, I can talk it with my friends. Exactly. But as I get older, I'm hearing like more girls are having sex younger and younger, which I, I blame on a lot of things. One, the number one is like parents not being parents. Mm. My parents were on top of me and my siblings. I'm not even like, yeah, as we got older, we got more freedom. And that's how two of my sisters ended up getting pregnant in high school. So yeah, like, so when I say I blame it on parents, I mean, like a lot of them just don't care nowadays. Mm-hmm. Or they're too, like, uh, they're going to be kids. It's going to happen. Yeah. My parents held my siblings accountable when they got pregnant. They had to get jobs. They're like, you want to do adult shit? Now you got to take care of your kid. Like, the kid was already covered on insurance of my parents. They're like, we are paying the biggest bill. Mm-hmm. This one-time big bill. The birth, your hospital stay, the baby's birth, and all the checkups. Because the baby's on their health insurance. They're like, we're paying the biggest part of your finances, the medical bills. You just got to pay for diapers and clothes. Mm. So like my sim- my older siblings had to get jobs when they decided to do adult shit. But that's also because they were listening to a lot of their friends mm. when they were saying like condoms make sex feel weird or it's not as good. Girl. I And apparently that's, my- that's also a sentiment that is still being sex. A lot of people say in the mm-hmm. songs nowadays. 
like fucking raw how how good it feels how great it is and it's like y'all just aren't going to talk about the the part two that happens after having sex without a condom like the you need to have a morning after pill on the ready go to the or be willing to go to the pharmacy and pay for that mm-hmm. ridiculously expensive pill especially these days you don't talk about the potential risk of stds some curable some aren't like well yeah you can put some like hiv and aids to the point where it's non-detectable in your blood but no one talks about how expensive that medication is Mm -hmm. so it's like all these talks like oh yeah sex like this is great but it's like so what about the second half it's like they stop it's like oh it's very sensationalized like fucking without a condom it's just so irresponsible in, in it terms really of like the is. media. The... And I think that also plays into some age gaps mm-hmm. because as... who I am today at 29 is not the same as I was at 18, 19, 20 and all that. I will say there wasn't much of a change. Like yeah, I grew some maturity between 18 and 21, but I was still very much like, whoa, let's go out. Let's have fun let's enjoy life now at 29 it's like i can still go out and have fun but i also gotta remember that i'm an adult that will face adult consequences mm, that part. so let's be real we we're like in our early 20s we weren't really thinking about those consequences we were doing ridiculous and illegal things at times like let's be real because some of the things <laughs> we did as in our early years like we could drive we can do this we can do that now at 29 it's like i have a career now a family like i have things that i can really lose yeah and in, in the beginning of like after graduating we're about what 21 22 mm-hmm. just starting our careers we weren't really thinking about things like that i like some probably were like let's be real some kids are a lot more mature at that age but there are circumstances that led into that sometimes in some cases some kids are just mature regardless what happens in their life while others had traumas that caused them to be a little bit more mature mm-hmm. so i really do believe like when it comes to the age gaps it depends on the individual yeah because yeah i met some people that are younger than me in the current age that are very mature but talking to them and getting to know them they had circumstances in their lives that forced them to mature a little bit faster than others meanwhile we you probably have too met people who are older than I am who act worse than 13 year olds. Girl, way too many. Way too fucking many. So it really depends on the individual. And I also say like circumstances in their lives and life choices. Like I have a coworker whose mother, I once fuck it. She was a she's she's fucking insane, but she was a drug addict. She's clean now. Mm-hmm. But She's now in her late 20s. Her mother recently got was has been clean for she's 26. Her mother got clean and officially and stayed clean when she was 22. Mm. And she had two younger siblings who were about three to four years younger than she was. So she had to grow up to take care of them because their mother was Was barely like conscious enough to even remember to buy milk. So like she's very mature like i said she's 26 she could put see like a lot of people who've been on this planet for decades to shame with her maturity Mm. in a way that she can handle stressful and complicated situations like she is very mature people think like oh that's because she's 26 no when you listen to her and you talk to her and listen to her uh like how she grew up, she had no choice in the matter. It was either she matured or her and her younger siblings weren't going to eat. Her mother wouldn't have made it to her bed kind of deal. It's like a lot of people live through those situations. And I believe people failed to take that into account in some places. It's like, okay, so what is this person's story? Like, why are they, let's say like they're 22 dating a 53 year old? What's going on here? What is their story? Now, if they're like just one to have fun and go out and do whatever, I'm like, okay, this person's a little bit immature. Like they're still in the mindset of a 23-year-old and this person who's twice their age, so over twice their age, like, so what are you what are you seeing in this 23-year-old outside of a young, 
person that can help you feel young again. Mm-hmm. But now, but if they're 23, but they've had circumstances that, or they're just very mature in general, like actually mature and not being told that they're mature, like how some people groom younger people mm-hmm. by saying like, oh, you're very mature for your age. No, if they're mature for like, they like actually mature, mature, then it's like, okay, I can see it. This person probably weighed all the pros and cons going into this relationship and go from there. Like, yeah, well, I still think it's a bit weird. But like you said, they're consenting adults. It's not really my business. As long mm-hmm. as it's a healthy, consensual relationship, that's all we can really go off about it. Yeah. But there are some cases where you know it's obviously about the money. <laughs> look, I, I look. Find like, me. Re- like regardless of the gender, yeah, there there be some of those. Like, uh, like you can okay. tell. It's like okay, now this is obviously about the money. Like if you, but if, you, if you're on death's door and you just want somebody to love you up until that point, and you want to pay them and make sure that they're secure for the rest of their life, fine, burn. Hey, that's your business. Look, I'm okay. I'll with be it. taking applications for said job. Look, I'm here for it. What do you want? How do you want to go out? How do you want to be taken care of? <laughs> yeah, I'm here for you. Yeah, though. I'm like, shit, as long as you leave me a little chunk of change. I love you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so like, it's like with, with age gaps, yeah, sometimes I do get a little little side-eye when I hear, hear the person's like twice the age of the other. The Holiloquy podcast focuses on the variability of sexual expression. When it comes to sexual expression, we often depend on pornography to illustrate how one must perform sexually. For those who have not learned this by now, the stuff you see in porn is not real. Pornography provides a singular perspective of sexual expression that is not often the reality we see during our own sexual encounters. The Holiloquy Podcast is a conversation that takes you outside of the compressed box of what many know about sex. Some of the topics we discuss includes kinks, condom usage, status disclosure, and past sexual experiences. The Holiloquy Podcast steps out on sexual norms and recognizes that the norm is not the only normal. Subscribe today and join the conversation. you <laughs> yeah <laughs> but like, so it's like with, with age gaps yeah sometimes i do get a little little side eye when i he- hear the person's like twice the age of the other that's re- that's either gender mm-hmm. i don't play this oh you want to say anything it was a it was a man and like a older man younger woman I'm like no i, I side eyed it reg- regardless especially if they're still 18 19 years old mm-hmm. and the person's like 30 like over like late 20s and up mm-hmm. like i side-eyed it no matter what the circumstances are i'm like the person you are at 18 versus like for me i'll use myself as an example me at 18 is nowhere near who i am now mm, same and that's so a good it's thing. like are they still gonna like this person as they grow up and mature mm-hmm so it's like, was like there was this um video I was watching uh it was through one of those conversations it was it's a podcast but um one of the dudes he was just blatant about it he was like rather than using the word experience he just said he said what it what it was he was like um he prefer he preferred younger women because uh, not necessarily because um they don't they they don't have as much sex or anything but he was like because they're very impressionable and i'm like i'm glad that you know that you're preying on these people because you yeah. understand that because they're impressionable you can um mold Influence. them how they how you want them to be and that's that's predatory behavior to be yes. completely real like that's sir. why i side eye a lot of people i'm like yeah this person yeah i'll give them like give them some if like okay, this person's very mature, yada, yada, but it's still the fact, like, they're still young. Because mm-hmm. I did say, like, I still side-eye it no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like, they're still adults. They can agree and disagree with what they want, but they are still learning what adulthood is in some cases. Mm-hmm. So wow. it's like, oh, like, they're still experiencing life in the world. Like, they're developing 
or searching deeper into what they like and dislike. Like they like, oh, I like this this year, but exploring it more, they're like, okay, I like aspects of it, but I'm not fully on board. Because mm-hmm. that's what a lot of people learn, like especially in sex in their sexual life. Like they'll hear something like, okay, I really like this, but come to find out, like they like aspects of it. Yep. Like I think because uh, one of the things when it, that comes to mind whenever I think about um, you know age differences and it being such a huge gap um, because you know the first thought is you know that power dynamic and if this yeah. person is engaging with this person because they want to have control over them but uh, I also think for like those individuals who are uh, on the mature side, or if they're engaging with somebody who's not predatory, we um, it's great to have that open space that it is possible that this other individual does have autonomy and they are allowed to grow. Um, but it's just, we don't necessarily always see that. We don't get that in uh, the media that we watch or even no. the conversations because it's... It's the the predators, the predatory people are the loudest voices out there too. Yes. So it's like you you get to a space where you're just like, I don't trust this person because I know I've engaged with like had sexual encounters with people who were well older than me, but uh-huh. they were not seeking me because of my youth. They were yeah. seeking me because I was seeking them for sex. Yeah. So it's like understanding and knowing the nuance of that gap is important but we do still have to be mindful of those predatory motherfuckers because they are out here loud loud and proud too it's like damn like like mm -hmm. like i realized decades ago it was normal for like a 26 year old to look at a 17 year old no questions asked nothing wrong with it Hell, there are songs about it waiting for a girl mm-hmm. to turn 16 so they can ask their parents to take them on a date. It's like, oh God. Mm-hmm. Like, these are love songs from that decade. Yep. So it's like looking back at it now, I already know my mom would have suplexed the motherfucker for looking at me too long. <laughs> my dad would have took out some eyeballs. Mm-hmm. But a couple of decades ago, that was normal. Mm-hmm. It's like, for like, most definitely when it comes to those people who are um, like underage and whatnot. And, you know, this is a, a age group that is exploring themselves a little bit more and um, feeling a little bit more of, I want to try sex with somebody um, and I want to try it, be it with someone their own age or a little bit older. Uh, and it's like, we don't have that conversation of like, okay, what is a safe range for these people? And on top of that, because we don't have great um, like sex ed, yeah, yeah, it's like they won't have that space to communicate with their parents as well as uh, uh, someone in their community to be like, hey, yeah. this person is twenty six years old. Don't 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 yeah. don't don't do that but you know this person they're 18 y'all went to high school together if you feel comfortable with them have that conversation uh-huh. please keep your parents in the loop about who you are talking to and ch- yes my <laughs> my parents especially my, well mainly my mother my dad didn't know how to talk to his daughters about sex i'm not sure i'm especially me because i am his youngest daughter i'm his baby girl he okay i'm not gonna lie he accepted nate when i told him like hey i'm dating him he's five years older than i am there is this like age gap between me and my fiance it's only five years i i was basically 28 when we met so for us like i was well into adulthood when we met now could that be said for everybody else no my dad did raise a little eyebrow he was like he's he's how old he was 33 when we met i was going on 28 so my dad was a little like Eh, okay but at the same time i was already 28 mm-hmm. so he knew i was making an, an informed decision because at this point i am well into my career i had my own place had my own car i paid my all my bills my on my own i took care of my dog on my own so he's like okay you are stable you know what you want 
I'll go with it. Then he met him. He was like, okay, he's a good guy. Mm-hmm. And then you guys met him. So it was like, I, I made that decision because I was old enough and I knew what to look for in a decent, uh, reliable partner. Like my parents gave, gave me and my siblings all the tools to do it. But for some reason, my older siblings felt that my parents know what they were talking about classic thought process mm-hmm. or they felt like they're being like my parents are trying to control them because i'm gonna be real my older brother has three kids he had no business having he's a deadbeat father Damn. he doesn't i'll be honest with that mm-hmm. my dad has been pushing his kid to get a job but my stepmother enables him far too much so there is that my stepbrother is one of the individuals who's in his 30s but acts worse than a 13 year old so my unfair. older sister, she's a little bit more mature, but she refuses to let go of a deadbeat nigga. Mm. And then there's me. My dad wasn't sure if I will fall into that cycle too, but here I am, no kids at 29 and engaged. So for your sister. So it's like, it's very interesting that people are like, well, the parents didn't do anything. Sometimes the parents did all they could. Mm-hmm. Kids are individuals. And for some reason, you mainly see it among Black the black children in the black community where they think the quote unquote hood life is the best life they want. Ooh, girl, don't get me started on that. That's that, that, So that's, I think that also plays oof. into the age gap because they like we want a rough and tough kind of kind of guy, but in reality, they don't know what that is. So they fall into like these terrible cycles and relationships. Where, like we talked about before, where the violence equals love, the disrespect equals love. They say, like, oh, that's that's normal for that age group. Because you, you hear it a lot in our generation or in just in general, where it's like a certain age group is allowed to be disrespectful towards another because, like, oh, they're from a different time. They're from this, this, and that. Mm. So when I see men from that area, when they say, like, oh, this is a different time, date a younger woman, is like, what are your motives? Mm. When I say younger, I mean like 23 to 18. Mm-hmm. Like you said, those who are loud and proud and blatant about them being predatory, like these are women at that age, sometimes even 24, who are still discovering things and about who they are and what they want. Exactly. Like, um, I'm going to mention a couple things. Well, with uh-huh. your um, brother, fuck it. Fuck yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Nothing. Fuck that. At least, I hope for your sister. I hope that the man she's dealing with at least has some good dick. And if if that's the case, girl, accept the good dick and go on to somebody else. It's like, use him for sex only, girl. Let the man go, please, please. It's just a cycle. I'm I'm getting tired of two of them. I honestly like, are my nieces and nephews okay? I don't even care about my siblings anymore. I'm like, are my nieces and nephews okay? Mm. That's how tired of it we are. I, I can understand. That's but, yeah. a mess. Now, I, I, uh, I love that you did mention, like, um, you know, people wanting more hood niggas and all this other stuff, because it reminds me of, like, the role media plays and how it messes to us about what we desire and what we want and all of that, because what um, most definitely if we're in a society where, you know, it's all about the money and the commodity and what this person can um, pay for, we know that, you know, sometimes for the most part, uh, let me change that because I know a lot of broke dope boys. But you you have that <laughs> you see them. How can you see see a them, broke dope boy? Exactly. Exactly because they don't know how to use their money. Um, <laughs> it's like, so what, what you're saying you're is that they wrong. get money and they spend it on stupid shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm, exactly. That sounds about right with a lot of people, like especially the younger ones. Fuck it, nurse, nurse, no. Especially the younger ones, the older people do it too. Once they get a little chunk of change, they gotta go buy the most expensive item they can get their hands on for no reason. Girl, for no there's reason. no such thing as investing or saving. Now I will say, my my um, poison is food because look, I was I was I was spending mine are shoes and clothes. Girl, I was I spending the money on some food. Oh yes, I buy a lot of my stuff on sale. That part, 
that part. And it's like, like cute on a budget. Look, it's like I'm not going to make myself broke on some fast food because to, one, I know like how to, to stun cook. on people. Like what what am I flexing for? I got my I live okay, it's not my house, but I live in the house. I got a car, <laughs> I got a good job. I got my fiance, got my dogs, my ducks, and my chickens. I am very content with my life. Mm-hmm. I don't need to go out and buy the most expensive thing I get my hands on just to show like I got money. I'm happy. Sometimes happy is just being like just showing up and being like today's a good day. Exactly. Sometimes happiness shows being at peace with yourself. That's if you're alone or in a relationship. Is being at peace with yourself is the best you can can do for anything. Mm-hmm. Especially for people who hate you for no like haters. If you just show that you're at peace with yourself at all times of the day, they hate it. Oh, I love them so much. Like, <laughs> like if you just show up, just like, man, today's a good ass day. I'm finna get a taco. I know this, this is throwing up random things, but when they the taco will, down. Like they will just hate it for no reason. It's like they think they're better than everybody. No, I'm just happy. Mm-hmm. Like I found peace with myself. Yeah, was it an easy road? No, and that's why it's the best victory i could ever have mm. i beat myself girl why you why you why are you speaking words today why, why <laughs> what's with people sending me to church on the sunday recordings like what the, what is this Listen, but, but that plays you. a thing in age gaps the thing is you can find peace with yourself at any age mm. if you do let it them know. properly let them know girl that's why i wait to hear the story behind some of these age gap relationships before I fully just sometimes I just now if I see a hear a teen at the end of that that age for whether it's male or female because I think a lot of people overlook the predatory behavior of women mm. when it comes down to younger men which I do think needs to be talked about more because young men also deserve to be protected mm. because um, traumatized and tortured young men becomes bitter and abusive older men just mm-hmm. like it's the same with women they both need to be protected and looked after we, no matter what gender they identify as they're young and vulnerable mm-hmm. it doesn't matter what their gender is people can be influenced at any age or gender so it's like we need yep. to they need to be properly guided because i'm getting tired of this toxic thought like this is what it means to be a man and mm-hmm. whatnot but there's no real guidelines on how to be a decent human being Girl, oof. preach on it. And like even the the scenario I mentioned at uh, at the start of the show with the nineteen and sixty eight year old, it was a older white, uh, a older woman, and his young young boy. And I'm like, well, young man, uh, he's nineteen, but still, Fuck, you can young boy. Because, <laughs> because I don't, I don't know what it is. Like I still call nineteen year old girls girls. Yeah. Because I'm like, listen, you may have lived a lot of, like, gone through a lot in your life, but at the end of the day, you're still a young girl. Mm -hmm. Still a young lady. You still got growing to do, and you still have a lot of life to live. You still have a lot of things to experience. Like, even when I was um, dating uh, my ex, who six years younger than me, is like, I don't want to be any kind of influence of what you do in terms of your life, because you being a lot younger just now i think 21 at the time just now getting the privileges to drink and party the way that you want to party do you like i've done my 21 oh man (laughs) and done it (laughs) man we have still we woken up drunk still one day we're like how like you like young people still have so much that they can do and to be someone to block that like that's my main concern when I do see these age gaps like is this person here to limit all that this person could do like these men who say that they want to let it grow right these men who say that because they're impressionable they don't want anybody with all these bodies and all this other stuff and i'm like you want somebody that you can manipulate you want somebody that you feel comfortable enough with saying this is how adults do things because Mm -hmm. you're too 
small of a person to realize that you need to grow up, that you need yeah. to do better for yourself. But rather than doing that, you find somebody who doesn't know and yeah. hope that plays out for you. Yeah. And yet you like, want to see yourself as the manly man, the alpha male or whatever the case oh is. Oh God. Yeah. So we're not, the thing, a lot, age gaps don't also have to just be in like romantic relationships. It can be in mm. platonic relationships. Like I am, I'm not the oldest, you know, I'm the manager. I am not the oldest in my building. There is a lady who is far older than all of us. Mm. She is a senior citizen, but she's cool as the dickens. I love her to pieces. <laughs> like she's absolutely precious. I love her. But my t- two of my other co- like staff members, they just turned 22. Mm. Here I am at 29. And it's like, I can honestly feel the experience difference between us the age age is one thing but the experiences of life I can feel it a lot of things they're talking about to me with like they talk to me about several things because I became that manager that they can confide in and ask ask me for my advice and stuff mm-hmm. like that because the manager they had before me was and that's currently another location causing hell on earth made that place hell on earth it literally took me three months to get them to to get them comfortable enough just to address me with a concern or a question without feeling like they're going to be made be spoken down to about it Mm. i was like if you have a question come to me that is what i'm here for i can literally do all three of their jobs with no problem so it's like if you have a question ask if you need a sounding board for an idea come to me i am here to help you grow i compare them to bonsai trees they each had their own direction that they're going to grow in like because they all have their own strengths which i'm fine with go for it. everyone has a strength and something that they that they excel at and they have their weaknesses i let them grow and explore and what they're strong in while I'm clipping off those stray weeds to help them fix their weaknesses. Mm. So it's like, that's what I compare them to. I compare, they're my little, my little bonsai garden. I let them grow in the areas that they excel in while I'm also trimming off these stray edges. That way their weaknesses won't hold them back. So it's like age gaps in working relationships can also be beneficial because it's like, I know what you're going through. I know what you're trying to do. So I'm going to guide you in that direction that you want to go in while helping you clip off these weaknesses. While they're not going to be as strong as what you excel in, but they're not going to hold you back. Mm. So it's like age, but some people can flip it and just be like, I know better because I've been doing this longer. So you're going to listen to how I want it, want it done. I'm like, that's not how you lead. That's yes. not how you let someone be them, their authentic self. So it's like, I've taken my job as manager very seriously. And I let my employees come to me with ideas. I asked them like, hey, is this what you want to do? Because one of my co- one of my staffers was forced to do a computer class every week that he didn't want to do. So, I, so we talked about it. It's now they sign up for a particular lesson. And whoever is available that knows how to do it will take it. Mm. And, and it also helps, it also allows my older staff member who's not that good in technology to help out as well, because we do have some older patrons who grew up in a time where education versus survival was a thing. Mm. They had to drop out of school at a young age to get a job to help take care of their family. So some of them cannot read. Mm-hmm. And because they feel a little bit more comfortable with someone older like themselves, she steps up and like I'll read their they come in and we read their mail to them but they feel less judged with someone close to their age which I completely understand and I make sure my staff knows like hey it's not their fault they grew up in a very different time that allowed us the privilege to go to school mm-hmm. so like I've taken that's how I use the age gap in my life as management I let I help my younger like they're 22 they're still trying to figure out what they want as a career. Mm-hmm. So like you're good in the technology realm. Let's focus on that. You teach our 3D classes. You will help them figure out how much it costs. You will take care of the pain, 
operations of it. It's your class. You design it. You control it. I'll step in and help when needed. But this is your brainchild. Girl, can I work for you? <laughs> well, I, that's the thing. I actually have people from other branches come to me for support as a manager. And I'm like, this should not happen. You should not have to reach out to a branch to another manager to feel supported when your manager is literally right there in that building. But this is also the same manager that just left my building and made it super hard for me to get those two 22 year olds to look at me for support because they were so used to being like knocked down and lectured for no damn reason only time i lectured i lectured one of my staffers for the first time just because of inconsistency in attendance i'm like listen i know his his family pretty much shares his car So he has to drive them around, do things for them. It makes him late to work sometimes. I'm like, listen, I understand you want to be a good son, a good brother, but you have to tell them that it's starting to affect your employment. Because mm. he's already been written up for this once. Me and him had a very calm talk about it. I'm like, listen, I understand that, you're, that you have some family commitments. I commend you for that. You are a great brother, son, and uncle. But you do have to understand that this is starting to affect your employment. You love, he loves his job. He loves what he does. He loves the freedom that I give him. But I also had to remind him like, hey, you got to start putting some things in perspective. You got to tell your family, they got to get another vehicle. They all work. Mm. Because at the end of the day, I can only do so much in my position to keep him employed until the upper is like, listen, we got to write him up. So it's like I use an age gap in a professional world to guide those who are just starting out because like, listen, I've been there. I know what it's like to be like, what do I want to do? I'm good at this, but I also enjoy doing that. I'm like, listen, you pick an area you want to focus in. I will help you in the rest. I love that. See, Shane, you, this is what this is what for those who don't understand what is going on. This is what leadership looks like. This is what it yes to all of that like because like when we talk about age gaps relationship relationships age gaps can also be in the professional friendship romantic and things like that everybody. so like you can have older friends but are those friends actually supporting you mm. are they giving you good advice like our friend group we're all about the same age give or take like a year or so between the youngest and the oldest but at the end of the day, like we have each other's back. We're there to lend advice. We're there to calm each other down or put things in perspective for the other. Like what I'll use myself for, for as an example. That way I don't put anyone else on the spot. That post I made about uh, being biased about another classmate. <laughs> like she's still super fucking annoying. Mm-hmm. But you guys helped me put in perspective that, yeah, I was probably being a bit biased in my feelings towards her mm-hmm. for a particular situation. Because that question could be the question asked could be sensitive to other people. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, now this is what it means to be in a friendship that has a variety of ages, but we can all come together and be like, okay, this is how we're seeing it. This is how it's playing out for us. But we all do it in such a way where it's constructive and helpful for each other. We're not putting each other down. Sometimes again, we we are we are some nonsense, but when it comes down to serious conversations, we are there. Mm-hmm. So it's like that's what it means to be like a healthy relationship if there is an age gap. Yeah, get you. It's like if you can't trust the person you're with, no matter the age gap, then why are you there? Like if you if they can't if you can't trust them to give you sturdy, solid advice that's actually useful and that won't lead you down a wrong path later on, what's the point? If they're not there to help you grow, but to keep you where you at or to guide you in the way that they want you to go and not where you want to go, okay, unless that, that route you want to go is destructive. So we do have to be a little bit <laughs> you're right, more you're right. uh, objective about that. Like if you just want to party, 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 party and drink every day and every night, then you need I'm somebody to, tell to you, but try to change that behavior. Yeah. If that person doesn't tell you that, then they're not there for you. Mm-mm. Because let one of us come out like, man, all I want to do is party and drink every day. 
Are you okay? We're, we're holding a group intervention. We're like, hold up. What's going on? Hold up. Yeah. Every day, bitch? What you mean? Every day. Define like, every day. We're like, okay, that's a good way to go out, have some fun, relieve some stress. But if it's every day, we're like, hold up. Are you okay? What's going on? Look. So it's like age gaps can affect your relationship in many ways. There's romantic, professional, and friendship. And then there's also family. Mm. Me and my siblings have a couple age gaps. Between me and my youngest brother, there's nine years. Practically ten between us. But he can call, he knows he can call me at any time. And I'm like, what's up, little bro? What's wrong? What's going on? Like, he he just graduated high school back in, like, last May. I'm, yeah, last May. I'm so proud of him. I am honestly so proud of him from the from the moment he began to end and where he is now. But before he graduated, he went to prom, you know, classic end of high school stuff. He called me because he was asked to prom by a girl who had a boyfriend. She told him that her boyfriend was fine with it, but he was like, sus, sus. So he called his big sis. He called me. You know, we have an older sister, but he called me because he knows, like, I'm the worst level-headed. I'll help him work through this. And if, and the fact that we're also very close, it's like the 10-year age gap. Like, it says a lot. I'm, I've been out of college for a couple years now. It's been 10 years since I started college from the start. Mm-hmm. And he's now graduating. He was just now graduating high school. That's a good age gap. Mm-hmm. So he called me one day. And he was like, "All right, so I need to ask you some questions and tell you about some things." I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 calm down. Start from the beginning." So he told me the story. I'm like, first thing first, talk to the boyfriend. Mm-hmm. She could be. She very well could be telling the truth. But on the flip side, she could be just saying this to get him mad. Because we don't know why, but for some reason, making your partner mad is like the newest trend in romance. Mm-hmm. It shows how much why. they love you if they're jealous. Yeah. Or like if they don't hunt you down based off like your location. If you sh- oh, yeah, that's super shit. Yeah. But I'm like, talk to him. If it's true that he, like he, she told the girl told my brother that her boyfriend didn't want to go, but she did want to go. I'm like, talk to him see if that's the case if it is that's up to you if you want to go with her or not make sure she understands it's platonic and go from there come to find out she was telling the truth and they went as friends he had a good time so like he knows he can call me and be like hey big sis i just need to know some advice real quick he's done it several times before he's called me when he was mad or upset my little brother had some really bad had some mental health problems when he was younger and he would just call me off the blue. And I'm like, what's up? What's going on? I remember there was one day he literally just left the house and just started walking. My mom was panicking because he just walked out the house. He he was going through a moment. Mm-hmm. He wouldn't answer her, our mother's call, but he did answer mine. I'm like, I told him to stop and sit down somewhere and just breathe and think. I, I talked to him through the, it was an hour phone call, but afterwards he called our mother and she came to pick him up. So my little brother's, he knows that he can call me and big sis will have his back. Hell, there's been times my little sister's called me. I've called our mom right to cuss her out. I'm like, what? why are my little siblings calling me in this in this condition? Mama, you got four seconds to explain to me why my little sibling is calling me in tears. Mm. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I love my mother. I show her ultimate respect. But when it comes to my little siblings, I'm like, Ma, you and I will have to fight. <laughs> Well, the thing is, both my younger siblings grew up in a different way than me and my older sister. There's five years between me and my little sister. My little, my older sister and I grew up with, with our mother in poverty. Mm-hmm. She started making a little bit more money. That's my little sister came. Then she made more money and my little brother came. So both my little brother and my little sister didn't grow up the way that the older two did. Which we're, we're happy for. that They didn't understand what it was like to eat very little. They've always had food. Mm-hmm. As like when I was young, I was a little bitter, but as an adult, I'm like, I'm so happy they never gone through that. So age gaps can affect a lot of re- different relationships in different ways. Being an older sibling with an age gap, there is a certain responsibility. Some for some reason, some older siblings hate their younger siblings in an age gap situation. We usually have to take care of the younger siblings. Okay, that that is yeah. true. 
like don't get me wrong, I did take care of my younger siblings to an extent, but it wasn't detrimental to me. So it depends. I, like Nick Nick said, some are parent. They do have to be parentified, parentified. Mm. While others, some of them are well out the house. Some of them are literally like eighteen, going to college. And they're like, I hate my younger sibling. I'm like, um, okay, weird flex, but okay. <laughs> Get over it. <laughs> Your younger sibling did nothing. I get the, you know, typical sibling rivalry, but look, hate? Mm, Yeah, me and my siblings fight all day, every day. Give us a chance. Don't make us play Monopoly together. Oh, Lord. Look. But never mind. No, no. Candyland and Shoots and Ladders, we be ready to throw blows. My brother literally flipped... What is that doctor game? You had to pull out the bones? Oh, um, that's Operation. Yeah, my little brother hated Operation. <laughs> Look, I he know. Like, you know what? He flipped it over. We're like, God damn. Like with my siblings, like love them, but we had our dramas in the past. But look, man, we ain't nothing. Fuck with none of them. <laughs> like, none of like them. there's no drama like sibling drama. Girl, none. And especially let be like some nonsense, like some food. Like who ate the last Fruit Loop? Who ate the last Fruit of the Foot? Is he my gushers? <laughs> Charles, the drama. Like, I remember, what was it? I remember you ever have to go through extreme lengths to hide a snack from a sibling. Of course. <laughs> Man, Don't I remember touch my I shit. literally put I put a Twix bar in the ice box. Wow. Just wow. to make sure I eat it when good. I got home from school. I know it tasted good. Too nice frozen crunch. Don't tell mm-hmm. me you didn't get to eat it. Oh, I ate that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was about to say, damn. Shit. I was on my period, too. I came home from school, literally reached into that icebox and pulled out that golden packet. <laughs> I... Yeah, you thought I had a whole... I found a new religion that day. Man, I was happy. I'm done with you. Oh, God. But there, there was one time, though. Like I, My parents regretted creating me because I got both of their spitefulness, stubbornness, and I'm outrageously smart. Mm. I'm literally the smartest of my siblings. There's, I have six of the motherfuckers. I'm the smartest in the exact middle child. I literally suffered from middle child syndrome. I was there, my nigga. I'm like, man, is this a nice existence? I was so blended in. They're like, oh yeah, she's here somewhere. That's how I got away with a lot of shit. They knew I did it. They couldn't prove it. Like, kick it. I was on my period. You don't mess with a teenage girl already going through heightening hormones for no reason while on her period. He ate the a ding-dong that I wanted. I had a had one ding-dong. It was in the refrigerator. It was waiting for me. It was nice and chocolatey with the cream center. I got home. Shit was gone. Come to find my older brother ate it. So I baked a batch of cookies. I cooked a batch for him separately. I gave everyone their cookies. I gave him his cookies. His cookies had chocolate laxatives in it. Ew, so horrible. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. He landed in the hospital due to dehydration. I'm like, you eat my snacks again now, are you, bitch? Oh, my Lord. Y'all, she's a felon. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm a whole criminal. The things I did as a teenager. But my older brother is also trash. So I have no guilt for what I did to him growing up in our teen years. Then he's also quite um, abusive in a sense. He hit me once. I was it was the first and last time he has ever hit me. Hit ass up. Oh yeah, I lit his ass with the Luna baseball bat from the garage and left him in the kitchen. Jesus, this is why you don't put your hands on people, especially a crazy one too. That's what they say about us cancers, right? You're right. I'm like, listen, I'm, I'm cool as hell. This don't bother me. Once you bother me, and that's a whole nother lesson of life. But anyways, back to the topic of age gaps. Girl. Age gaps can be useful as well as damaging. It all depends on the relationship and how it's handled. And that's that on that. Now, I will say to close everything out, because also because my uh, like stomach is growling and you said tacos and now I want Taco Bell. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, tacos. Man, I'm at Taco in a while now. We need to make tacos. 
He said, you gonna make those tacos. <laughs> he said, you hear what he said after that? Uh oh, what he said after that? You know how to cook. Mmm. Mmm. <laughs> See, this is this is what you get for knowing how to throw down in the damn kitchen. Yeah, this, this, this cook, is how he gonna... talks to me. He's like, why? He says that, but he's gonna make tacos for me. He spoils you quite nicely. Which we love. I do not a cook. You always just have not to cook prove it. Home from work. You mean to tell me Shay hasn't cooked for you yet, Nate? I have cooked for him plenty of times. Yeah, <laughs> not live with you. And you just I get it. Look, you gotta prove you know how to cook for this woman. Because she ain't. <laughs> Even then, you already know what you're going to cook. So it's like I wake up and stuff is prepped out the freezer the night before. Oh, the fuck up. I've known Shane for like you want meat and you out. 10 years. Yeah. I think I'll, you only cooked for me twice. You're never here. That's not the point. We lived in the same city. Okay. Yeah, we lived together. I cooked. We, we lived together. Lived together. Remember the barbecue? I literally you did. I had to debone the chicken. You threw down it for that barbecue. Wasn't that was that Fourth of July? Yeah. Mm. It was mm. uh, our other roommate's birthday, Hannah. Yeah. I ha- we couldn't find boneless chicken breast to save our lives that day for some reason. Chicken breast. Oh, oh. oh no, we get the the breast meat. Sometimes it's on the bone. This man said breast meat is never on the bone. Like he never had fried breast before. Sir, how, how you not have. Look, Nate. I need, I need you to. Yeah, there's bone on chicken breast. I have ordered a white meat from like. Please Popeyes, don't do that. Don't, don't do that to yourself. That stuff is dry. Either way, it goes, it's still white meat. It is. Like, like one of those. But either pieces. way it goes, I still had to take that shit off the bone, and I did that like a pro. Mm. It was a whole breast. Nate, we know what the hell we ate. Oh, we know. Trust me, I know a chicken thigh when I know a chicken, a chicken thigh. Chicken, chicken breast It was on. It was on the bone, Nathaniel. So, do you you know they have a rib cage, right? Chicken. No, it's fuck it. <laughs> no, fuck it. We're, we're not gonna sit here and argue about that. But either way, dude, I cooked for you that day. Made them, made that those good ass baked beans with the brown sugar. You know what I'm talking about. We need to come back together and like just throw down. I I, I miss cooking yeah, for people. Yeah, I, I cooked for you plenty of hoons, man. But that was a good ass barbecue dinner that I made. That <laughs> I threw down that night. Man, oh, I miss those making days. I used to cook for so many people. Mm. Yeah, I live in my Zella now. I got to drive in the making. Mm. Good, good days. Okay, so we're going to do a would you rather and then close everything up. Ooh. Um, we don't have those those cars. You're like, we're going to do we're going to do a couple shuffles the deck. What? I still have three I've never read, but I'm like, yeah, What's it's not. It's, we might be able to do those. So. I don't know. Okay. All right. First, let me do this one. Would you rather watch something erotic with your lover or listen to your lover read erotica while you touch yourself? Oh, I like this. Um, Can you read it off again? So, would you rather watch something erotic with your lover or listen to your lover read erotica while you touch yourself? Probably read erotica while I touch myself. Same, like I need to tell this to somebody. Uh, we, <laughs> I'm like, I want to do. When this. you start of OnlyFans for random things, girl, that would be fun too. Oh my god, let's let's go ahead and do this. Let's let's this is this what's this let's business? Huh? Look, I'm I'm talking to myself, <laughs> and I'm okay with it because that sounds like a plan. I because Vernon, definitely... I love you, but let's be real. I don't know if we can do an OnlyFans channel together. Nate could join. What's up, Nate? <laughs> I'm my ideas. I'm not. <laughs> I'm joking, Nate. I am joking. I am joking. But um, that hey, would... I get caught, I'm fine. <laughs> okay, since we negotiated, now, I need to know what this cut is supposed to be. Like, are we? Are you talking about like fifty percent, or are you trying to get part of Shane's cut? Like. 
Wait, 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 what's my cut? I didn't know I had a cut. <laughs> I got her, her, her contribution. Okay, so let's do this 50-50, and you and Nate can just go ahead to decide what y'all 50 looking like. Because wait I'm a minute, myself. so I do all the work, but you get the money? Ooh. What work are you doing? Mm. I'm here to be messy. Y'all don't mind me. <laughs> you ain't no damn pimp. You ain't have a pimp outfit in that closet of yours. I got one close enough. What is that? Close enough is not the same. Of the Willy Wonka outfit? Really, Nathaniel? Bitch, that's hilarious. Willy Wonka's a pimp. Well, it makes sense because you know those... Um, um, Oompa Loompas? Oompa Loompas. He was pimping them out. Let's be real. Oompa, Oompa, Oompa. No. I, I do some things for some candy home. for you. <laughs> oh, Lordy. Okay, so here's the three Never Have I Evers that I have not done. So, Never Have I Ever Had Sex in a Cornfield, and I haven't. A cornfield? Girl, Children of the Corn got me scared. It oh, still no, did. I've watched not. Jeepers Creepers did that for me. Child, we don't. Yeah, insects is another mm. thing. Yeah, fuck them. The other one, I feel like this is a yes for you, Shane. Never have I ever had whiskey dick. Whiskey dick. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no for me, because I don't drink whiskey like that. But I have had drunk sex, if we're going to broaden it. And the last one is never have I ever admitted a weird fetish to someone. And I'm like... I have. Same. And it's like... <laughs> This that's the purpose of this damn podcast. What did he say? No reason. Uh, Nate didn't say anything. Oh, oh, did you hear the question, dear? The last one he just read. Yeah, never have I ever admitted a weird fetish to someone. Well, damn, that's a good question because you know. Now you know it. That is a very good question. Now I'm I'm intrigued, Nate. What 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 is a weird fetish to you? What's a weird fetish to you, Nathaniel? Throw something out there. This would be a weird fetish. This. What you got? Ew, body fluids like that. I can see blood play as well. That'd be one of weird fetish. No, I'm Yours are too. What are you talking about? They What kind of what untamed fetish do you have, sir? I didn't say they weren't untamed. Like weird fetishes. I'm just saying, you thought you had some weird fetishes, but I just have some unfulfilled ones. I'm just learning. Some weird fetishes. Are we not? Yeah, I think one of my weird ones was having sex in the church. It's not really, but to some people, that is weird. <laughs> I've done it. Supposedly, uh, that's a very common spot for some people. Yeah, but, but it's still because it's always open and easy to find the spot. Yeah. So I think, I think that would be a great idea to define weird fetish. Because mm-hmm. that's also what's weird for you might be normal for someone else. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I have to make a poll about this one because, God damn it, Nate made us think. Ain't it? I want to know what, what, all right. So, for those who listen to the um, podcast, find me on whatever social media I'm on. I don't know if I'll still be on Twitter by the time this episode airs. So, find me on my Instagram. Because <laughs> I, no, I'm curious. What, let me, we can always Google weird fetishes. You know, and Google, Google makes everything weird though. So, it's like, shit, everything leads to AIDS. True. Like, man, I have a clog. I have I have congestion. That can be such and such and such that can lead to AIDS. What? <clears throat> like I didn't know until recently that there is a kink for people who in, enjoy being infected with uh, STIs. Yes, that's a bug catcher. Yeah, I was bug like, chaser. interesting. Like, what's that? Consensual oh, right. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Consensual, not consensual. Very interesting. Hobophilia is a thing. Hobophilia yeah. is all about sexual fantasies of homeless people. I think that's a little, little weird. Yeah, that sounds very manipulative. Uh, unless it's one of those you're dressed. There is something like people have desires to have sex with someone's armpit. Oh yes, yes. Would I do that? 
If I'm not musky, I might do something like that. Oh, God. Infant play, I also find a little weird. Oh, age play? Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot of interesting things out here. But before, like, we're going... we. <laughs> going down on a tangent that's not going to end. So we're going to wrap everything up. Shane, do you have any last words that you would like to share with the audience? Well, I guess, well, like I said in my podcast, in my, my podcast, in this podcast, age gaps aren't inherently bad, but it is also very important to understand who you are and what you want. Mm. When it comes down to what you want in friendships, a romantic relationship and your business like professional relationships if they treat you like a human being and an equal that's a good starting point but if they like to downplay what you want to do or your goals take a step back and think Mm. if this is someone you want to keep in your life and if they are sometimes people are great resources it is okay to use someone as a resource when it comes down to furthering your career i don't care what anyone says a good recommendation is a good fucking recommendation Mm -hmm. you can keep them at arm's length but be cordial you ain't friends but their word will get you far so that's fine you don't have to like everybody but if they're useful and you can keep a cordial relationship go for it because I do that. There's some bitches I don't like, but I'm like, when I leave this place, I'm going to have a bomb-ass recommendation. That's Well, Shane, thank you so much for being you and being so amazing. <laughs> <laughs> to the audience out there, thank you all so much for listening to the Holy Loopy Podcast, where we step out and speak on sexuality. And just in you case... met my fiancé. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Nate. Introducing the Uh, And just in case no one else told you this today, you are beautiful, you are worthy of happiness and joy, you are enough and then some. You may not live up to the expectations of others, but that is okay. You are only required to walk in your own shoes. May each day lead you towards towards abundance. There we go. With that said... You only need to be you and only you. And fuck who says differently. (laughs) And with that said, love you all. And see you next episode. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Holiloquy Podcast, where we step out and speak on sexuality. You can subscribe to the podcast through your favorite podcasting app and find us on the web at www.holiloquy.com. That's www.h-e-a-u-x-l-i-l-o-q-u-y.com. Share the podcast with your friends and join the conversation.